This corporation will live up to the guiding principles of its founder. Courage. Strength. Conviction. And we will meet each new challenge with the same aggressive attitude. And yes, that includes shooting off another guy's dick. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's RoboCop this week on Nothing Good. Fantastic nice. intro, Mac. Welcome, gentlemen, to another episode of Nothing Good. I thought you guys would be happy that I had an intro that wasn't 14 minutes long. I like the 14-minute long ep- uh, intros. Yeah, I don't know if the listeners like it, but we like well, it. Fuck I, I get some good feedback, actually, on some of those. I had somebody on one of my softball teams come up to me and said, I almost pissed myself listening to the Waterworld intro. <laughs> oh, my God. Just itself. And I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I take that as You're a compliment welcome. and a weird tie-in to the intro itself. Yeah. It all comes full circle. It all does come full circle. So, gentlemen, we're here again, 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 again. again. Episode seventy-seven. So, um, Jesus, seventy-seven. Yeah, we're getting really close to one hundred. It's pretty crazy. It's, up. It, it's pretty crazy when you know. I, I still, as I'm sure you guys do, whenever I can promote the podcast and and try to gear some new listeners towards it, I always like to. And and as like I keep finding when I'm talking to people about it, like, oh, you do a podcast, like, yeah. He's like, well, how long have you been doing it? I was like, we're up to 75 episodes, and this is 76 or 77, 77 I think, at this point, yeah. right? And um, they're like, holy shit, you guys have been doing it that long. I was like, you've been committed. Yeah, we can talk for a long time. Yeah. About almost anything. It's a skill. <laughs> I was talking to I was talking to uh, one of our, uh, our friends, uh, Steve Beatty, who, um, not a listener of the show, but I'm trying to see if I can... I'm trying to see if I can get him, uh, get him to start listening because he works in construction, and you know you got a lot of time that you can listen to shit yeah, while yeah, you're yeah. while you're uh, while you're working on buildings. While you're and constructing, stuff. and you know there other people could be in earshot. And, you know, maybe somebody's like, "Oh, are they talking about wrestling? Yeah, are they talking about Diamond Dallas Page? Is this oh, 1998? Man. Are they like, talking about somebody getting shot in the dick? Right in the dick. We're, we're going to circle back to that. Oh, we'll get there. Uh, oh, we're going to get there. Um, but um. Is I'm talking about listening to the show and everything, and he's like, well, what do you guys talk about? And, you know, I, I told him about the topics of the show. He's like, oh, I'm not really interested in any of that. It's like, it's perfect. You should listen to it. Wait, wait, wait. This person was uninterested in any of it? Um, not movies? He's not. Did they not like fun? No, he's not a big movie person. I don't think, I don't know that I've ever gone to see a movie with Steve Beatty, to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know he's ever, oh, you're like, about... yeah, I'm talking about Beatty. Oh, yeah. well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that checks out actually. Yeah, I can see him not being a big movie guy. Yeah, I just well, I don't know what he's into. Um, constructing, cons- he, building he likes things. To construct. yes. He likes to construct. Yeah, um, racing. They travel a lot. Like they they go on some really nice vacations. Yeah. You know, every like once or twice a year they go to like some they go to a resort in the Caribbean or they go like an Alaskan cruise or something. But yeah, they like to travel and stuff like that. They don't so. watch movies while they're traveling. Apparently not, or listen to podcasts. So I'm trying to hoping to like to uh, to change all that. But you know who is listening to the show? Our dear sweet sweet listeners. All seven of you. Yeah. We thank you for listening every week. Actually, it's 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 definitely more than seven, but 
we appreciate every single one of you who decide to waste your time, whether in your car or at the gym or on the couch or whatever you're doing. Listen to us flap our gums about whatever the fuck we're thinking about what's crossing our minds in that particular moment in time. We and, appreciate you. And even you, Alan Binder. He listens to? Oh, he listens. Yeah. Alan listens. What's up, Alan? Thank um, you. But I will also say because he just moved to Seattle. Fuck you, Alan. Oh. Have but fun I, with the weather. But I, lo- say- I love when Dave name drops our friends that nobody knows who the fuck we're talking about. No. But like one but day, we know who we're talking but maybe about. That's one, all that really matters. Maybe one day, this podcast, like four hundred years, this is the only podcast that survives. That survives the <laughs> that, great collapse. That survives the great collapse. That's basically foretold in this fucking movie of RoboCop. Um, and um, like the people we name drop, like end up having like new high schools named after them That'd because be they're like they're like super famous. Is like they're talking about the Midnight Listener again. Like, there's an entire section of town that is just dedicated to the Midnight Listener. Except for Steve Beatty, because apparently he doesn't like anything. <laughs> like, it's got to like something. How do you not like 80s movies or games? Well, I kind of mentioned to him, I was like, it's not a lot of current stuff, Steve. I was like, it's a lot of stuff from like when we were growing up yeah. and everything. I was like, oh, that might be. Yeah. Give that a listen Give it a to. shot, Beatty, man. Hey, Come you on, know, man. one person at a time, man. One person at a <laughs> time. Literally for us, it is one person <laughs> at a time. So, Alan, I hope you're uh, I hope you're listening as you're uh, as you're trekking across the country uh, and on your way to your new home. Uh, and uh, if you're making your wife listen to this, Asia, I'm I'm really sorry. It's, I'm not. I'm just. I just. Thanks I, for coming. Yeah, in. you yeah. turned it on. You know what you were getting. Take into. a seat. Well, Alan might have turned Open it on. Asia may not have known what she was getting herself into. So, but yeah, Asia, if you're listening, I I'm. I am responsible for the next, like, 90 minutes of content, but I'm also not responsible Her name for is Asia? Asia, yes. I'm going to drink for Asia. Tip your, tip Damn your right. Cheers. To you, Asia. Yep. Thank you for listening. Thank you for loving Alan. Absolutely. He's a good guy. Somebody's got to do it. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, what's everybody drinking today? I am drinking a Helltown Brewing uh, collaboration uh, with uh, Black Forge Coffee. It's called the Forged in Hell Coffee Ale. It's really fucking good. I'm really impressed with it. It's okay. like 8% alcohol. It's got a little bite to it. It does the exact opposite of what a coffee's supposed to do, but I'm enjoying it. And it's got some dope can art. Oh, man, yeah, it's yeah. legit. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I um, I, I like that because we've, we've gotten into the habit. When we started recording the show, we were recording it usually in the evenings. Yeah. Um, and, you know, having a beer at the end of the day is is, is a great way to, to cap <laughs> things off. Yeah. Uh, but now we've been recording in the mornings. So... You know, having a beer to start the day is is a great way to, to, to start the day. So, sorry, one of Jeff's children just walked in and just threw mad shade in the room. Yeah. It's mostly yeah. towards me. They're good for that. <laughs> There's some weird deep-seated hatred they or are, resentment. They're yeah. tiny little assholes, but just like me. They, they really are. <laughs> she gave me the, like, I see you, I'm just looking right through you look. You know what's really great right now, too, is she wants to comment oh, right now. She does. She really does. She gets she... to experience the show in the background, and she just judges the shit out of the three oh of God. us. Yeah. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. Yeah. I'm not sorry for that, <laughs> But, um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I, I got an Oberon here. You know, we're, we're at this weird time of the year, dear sweet listeners, where, you know, we're in that transition in, of seasons. You know, it's still technically summer, but the calendar has now flipped to September. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong has gone to sleep. <laughs> he will not wake up for another 28 days or so. Or 25 or 24, depending on when this episode is. That's his natural hibernation yeah. cycle. Um, so- sidebar to the sidebar. Um, 
I keep calling Billy Joe Armstrong Billy Joel to Stephanie. Uh, and I just keep telling her Billy Joel has gone to sleep. She's like, it's not even the same thing. It's not even the right thing. I'm like, I'm insulting two of the things you enjoy at the exact same time. <clears throat> and uh, so I, I've been getting a great kick out of that. Because, you know, fuck Green Day. So. Yeah. Yeah. As you do. As you do. But, um, but yeah, you're in that transition right now. It's like, do I start with the fall beers now? Do I, do I need to wait? Because it's going to be like in the 90s this week. I don't know if I'm ready for fall beers in the 90s. So I'm sticking with the Oberon American Wheat Ale. Uh, I'm considering it a summer beer just because it has a big sun on it. That sun's happy to see me. It's true. So True. Yep. And it, it's weird like if you go into the beer distributor now because it's like it's all pumpkin, Oktoberfest, and fall beers. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not ready for that yet. I don't like pumpkin beer to begin with. But yeah, you have taste. That's why. Yeah. Because uh, it's trash. But uh, I am not drinking a beer. I am drinking a High Noon, which is uh, a vodka and soda. Woo! And this particular variety is pineapple. So Jeff, uh, Jeff's getting wild tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's before noon, and I'm drinking a High Noon. So well, we'll and see you, how the day goes. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not doing the wrestling episode yet. But, <clears throat> you know, um, this evening, as we're recording this, is uh, WWE uh, Payback. And uh, Jeff, you and I are going. We will be there. Yeah. So this is a really. You know who else will be there? John Cena. I can't see him. I will say I don't know if you'll be able to see him though. <laughs> I can't see him. Um, but um, you know, it's a great way to kind of start. Like drinking at like 10 a.m. when you get a pay per view in like nine, ten hours is a great way to to get things going. Yeah. Except they don't call them pay per view anymore. They they dropped that They're, name. What are they? Premium live premium events? live events. PLE instead That's of PPV. So fucking weird. Yeah, you know I me. I get it, but I don't like it. I prefer. It's odd. I prefer pay per views. It's it just sounds like you're more. It just sounds more you know important. Yeah. Well, I think I think they changed that because it's all part of Peacock now. Yeah. So yeah. you're not actually paying right. for per the view. view. Yes. <laughs> but well, technically be we are for us. Yeah. We are technically paying per view. Technically. Technically. Um, and, and this is a Saturday. So what are your thoughts on, and again, we're not doing the wrestling episode, but I'm thinking about it right now. Um, do you like the fact that they've moved most of the premium live events to Saturdays instead of Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I think that works better, especially if you're doing a Royal Rumble drinking game. Ooh, yeah. Because oh. then you don't have to worry about Monday. We had, you have oh, to worry about Sunday. I never worried about Monday because they took fucking Monday <laughs> off. That's because you were blacked out. You don't remember Mondays. So, but I, I think Saturdays are better. For that. I, yeah, for sure. I think okay. So there's like you got to look at this like like uh, holistically uh, at the same time. While I agree totally that it's better for us that it's on a Saturday, I think it's really indicative of the the shift in how wrestling has changed. Mm-hmm. This is definitely not a wrestling episode, but here we are. This is I mean, I started off the intro. <laughs> yeah. It's all because I read the wrong intro to start things off. But if if you think about it, like during the Monday Night Wars. Um, not even really, but like after the Monday Night Wars, but really during the Monday Night Wars, it was so important to end uh, a week on that Sunday and everybody be fired up for Monday. Yeah. That carryover to that water cooler talk, that lunch table talk, the homeroom talk. Did you fucking see that show last night? You see what The Rock did to Mankind at the Rumble last night? He bashed his fucking head in. Did Mankind give up? I swear I heard his voice. No, no, no. That was piped in over the PA system. They cheated. The whole. But that was the formula you know same thing with with wcw whatever they were doing at the time um but now while although monday night raw is really important of course it's important but it's less about the ratings it's more about you know the advertisement 
it's the it's it's the deals that they're brokering with with Fox with with USA what you know that's what where the money is now so yeah. it's not as important what's happening the Sunday before so if there's all this chatter and buzz we got social media for that now everything carries over day to day to day now but for us as adults Saturday is perfect yeah yeah but AEW is still sticking with Sunday pay-per-views for whatever reason maybe it's because they don't have a show on Monday I can't Their first wait shows on Wednesday. for AEW to have been around long enough for us to start covering it. It's going to be a while. <laughs> they got we some may work not to be do. alive. Yeah, yeah, they got some work to do. <laughs> Doing we, the podcast. we were there. We were right there at the start. Oh, fuck. And I one don't the, remember one of the anything first, about one it. One of the first shows, man. I have opinions about AEW, but that's definitely for another episode. And I need <laughs> Noah there so he can try to punch me in the face. Uh, but anyhow. But yes. Oh. RoboCop. Yeah, we're not <laughs> going to talk about wrestling today. We're going to talk about RoboCop. Mm. So right off the bat, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Uh, so the beauty of the show, as I always say, is we get to check into things that maybe we haven't interacted with, watched, played, listened to in possibly 20 plus years. RoboCop is one of those things for me. Thankfully, most of the things we cover, I don't, I haven't watched in a long time. So first and foremost, when is the last time each of you watched in full RoboCop? 1987. It's probably been at least 20 years for okay, me. Okay, good. Mac? I'm trying to think. <clears throat> I know I've watched Robocop in full as a kid. I watched it with my brother. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when that was. Okay, so a long ass time. It's been ago. a long time. We're talking 20 plus years. We're talking. Well, I because so the, the, the caveat that you said is watching it in full. Yeah. I have recently, as much as maybe a couple months ago, caught the last like 40 minutes of robocop on on some channel so you caught like half of it basically yeah but mostly the third act you know basically um and i'm sure and and there have been other points in time where i have watched just parts of it but i but in terms of 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 sitting down and watching it from start to finish uninterrupted um it's probably been since i was a child so um it's funny how much of it you know I mean, obviously I've seen parts of it here and there, but you know, it's funny how much you remember. And also, you know, for me, how much I really didn't remember. So well, hold on. Hold, hold, yeah. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go I'm in. Let me just, steer that shit yeah. right back. Yeah. I'm not going to so go into my question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So same, much like yourself, Jeff, I've not watched more than 30 seconds of this film since I was a kid. Same. Right. Like, so my question was, as I was approaching this episode and I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch RoboCop. I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, what do I remember of RoboCop? I remember, and I'm like, what sticks in your? There are things when you're young, because this movie is pretty damn old at this point. 1987. There are things that when you're a little kid that you see that you witness that just stays with you for better or worse. Yeah. I will tell you the two things that stayed with me from this film. Nothing else. And I probably watched this movie in full, maybe a handful of times ever. Maybe we had it on VHS at my dad's house. Surprise, surprise. Fucking bootlegged it was dubbed from the fucking best video on Penn avenue um two scenes murphy just getting murderized yeah fuck i remember that like watching it happen go that is what i remember him just getting shot by like a thousand bullets and somehow not dying murderized is a i think a gentle way to put what (laughs) happened to him that was a fucking execution you know the other thing i remember and it it didn't fuck me up but it was like kind of scary and it kind of the 
You know who I'm talking about. The yeah. fucking guy with the fucking toxic, the toxic waste. waste. The toxic I waste. I remember <laughs> as a kid going, what the fuck? Like, it's, it was kind of scary a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. It, and it's funny. We're watching it, and Allie and I were sitting and watching this. Her face, when she saw... She's never watched RoboCop before. This is all new shit for... And she's like, Gee, what, what, what is... What's... Oh, no! And I'm like... And she's like, what's, what's wrong with him? Like... He's the Toxic Avenger, honey. Yeah, that that particular scene, like, because you remember bits and pieces as a kid. Like, I remember the ch- shitty special effects for uh, the other robot that's not RoboCop. <laughs> the and other robot. I remember the ED- Murphy getting the ED209. Yes, uh, and I remember the guy going into the toxic waste, and it's like in the back of your brain, and you don't really remember. And then when I saw the van going towards You're like, oh, the tank that I says toxic waste, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. And it was like not traumatized. That's a strong word, but the the visual and the help me, please yeah, help and his me. Hands and and yeah. I'm just like, and so the, okay, so the theme of this episode for me personally, I don't know about you, motherfuckers, is RoboCop 1987, or as I like to call it, questioning my dad's parental skills. <laughs> because <laughs> i watched this shit young as fuck and how dare he sit me down and make me watch this there are, yeah. oh, no wonder i'm fucked up and and it's like the way it's sort of advertised and marketed is like robocops for the kids it's not and I was like no this, is, this movie is like brutal as fuck yes. there was there was a lot of questionable marketing towards children in the in the late 80s yeah. again i want to blame the cocaine which, there was some cocaine in which, that movie. Which makes an appearance. Of course it does. It's the 80s. I mean, can you make an 80s can you make an 80s action film and not have cocaine? Can you have an 80s wrestling pay-per-view and not have cocaine? It's a recurring no. theme. No. It is a recurring yeah. theme. 80s were a fucking wild time. Jones, the one thing for me that that I have <clears throat> always there are two things about this as you said that that you vividly remember about this. Mine, for one, was just fucking the villain, Clarence. Red, shout out to Red. Like, just that that whole like he did not look like a mob boss. Nope, no, he's and insane. He he's looked, just the dad from that seventy show. He fucking, <laughs> he, oh my god, he is, isn't that's he? Red. Yeah. Yeah. Shout I, out I, to Red. I did, well, I, I never really watched that seventy show, uh, so I didn't make that connection. Oh necessarily. yeah, that's Red. Um, but there's that, and then the scene at the end when RoboCop takes off his visor. And his face is kind of like stretched over the metal. Like that's the thing of Murphy that I always remember from RoboCop. Uh, even more so than necessarily the Toxic Avenger. Um, Which was also not for children, but was marketed towards children later no. on. No, there, there, there is a... <laughs> Questionable <laughs> decisions were made in the but 80s. But you know what? It, it's the 80s. I mean, our parents let us go outside and play when we were like four for or five hours years old. For we'll... hours without any supervision. Just come home when the lights are off. I mean, if you come Lights home with start a, coming on. A, a rusty nail attached to your foot with a board, you know. Yeah, which happened, happened, it, to it, it <laughs> like, it happened to me. Happened to me as an adult, not necessarily <laughs> as a kid. So, did you guys have any of the uh, RoboCop action figures? Yes, I had. I did. I had the Ed, and I had RoboCop, and I vividly the helmet. I lost the helmet forever ago, so it was just this fucking stretched out pancake face. <laughs> <laughs> you had pancakes for breakfast, didn't you? Oh yeah. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Possibly. Maybe. Possibly. Mm. They tasted like Murphy. All right. Yep. Shit. What? Do with <laughs> that what process, you will. Trying to process that. But did one of the like, pancakes a have a second. bullet scar in like the top left corner? Possibly. <laughs> uh, I was I was more impressed with that attention to detail in the movie than almost anything else they yeah. did in the special effects, which were 
the practical effects in this work were high yeah, quality. There's there's solid. a lot there's a lot that I feel held up. I think you got to remember, 1987 or it was filmed in 1986, maybe 1985. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, there's a long time ago, man. Like special effects have come a long way. I also had the cop car, and I had, I think it was I had something else. It was like some sort of like little cop guy that you could have with RoboCop. But that was the only few, and I had the video games. Uh, I played and had, I think it was on Nintendo. Yeah, a RoboCop yep. video game. Yep. Um, that was about as far as my RoboCop. Did you watch the cartoon show? They fucking no, had a but Robo I know Cop about it, but I didn't watch show. it. Yeah. Also, it was a TV show on, wasn't on That's Fox. And a regular TV show. Was it on Fox? Yeah, I think so. I remember of course that. It was. Well, Pretty Fox much. has no shame. <laughs> no. We've learned that. Yeah. So, RoboCop released uh, July 17th, 1987 by Orion Pictures. Fucking shout out to Orion Pictures. Yeah. I miss and those old, like, you know, TriStar when the fucking, like, Pegasus comes Those opening through. logos, like, yeah. Like the OG MGM Lion. Yeah. And then the Orion and the stars. The like. first note I wrote, the very, at the top of my page is Orion Pictures, my childhood heart. <laughs> right? I forgot all about Orion Pictures. Yep. Uh, directed by uh, Paul Verhoeven. Uh, also known for Total Recall. Mm, sounds about right. Uh, Starship Troopers. Also, I love that movie. Uh, it, I, and you know what? And then I, he got hardcore into titties and made Showgirls and Basic Instinct. So, Paul. Well, he crashed hard. <laughs> there, There is, and it's one of the notes that I had about this that we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll kind of talk about a little bit. Um, the, the propaganda commercials in the movie, um, I, I felt just right in my core because I immediately... Because I'm much more connected to, I would say, Starship Troopers than I am necessarily to RoboCop, yeah. just in terms of my general viewership in my life. Because, um, again, I went and saw Starship Troopers in the theaters. So, um, you know, Jimmy Mack didn't take me to go see RoboCop <laughs> in 1987. <laughs> Four-year-old Dave wasn't getting into that one. No, he ain't sneaking um, you in. <laughs> no. But um, that was definitely like a big connection that I felt from from RoboCop to that. That was very much like on note for that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's a really good point. Um, and it was written by Edward Newmeyer. I think that's how you say his name. This is actually his first uh, feature film. God bless him. Uh, and he only made a couple films after this, including Starship Troopers. Also not surprising. Uh, but it was weird. He was a an executive for Universal Pictures. And they offered him a job as the VP of the studio. And he said, no thanks, I'll pass. I'm working on this script for RoboCop. <laughs> I wonder if he regrets that now. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, he wrote the script, sold it to Orion Pictures, uh, got granted a 50. They said, we'll buy it as long as you also produce it. So he was also the producer. Uh, so they made it for just shy of $15 million, And it brought in... Fifty-three million. I think they did okay. Yeah, so they I did mean, all right. What now? Do you have any information on the marketing, like the, as far as like how much they might have spent on advertisements? No, I don't. Hmm. I don't have that. Sorry. God damn it, Jeff! You're supposed to be perfect. <laughs> so uh, the director, though, Paul Verhoeven. So he, you could see it in most of the films. Like he leans into the violence. And what? That, that was one thing. That was one thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was one thing while like watching it back. It's like the violence, like the squibs that go off when guys are getting shot and like the way they react. It's so like over acting and so over exaggerated that it's almost comical. And like that became his style. And 
the violence in the movie was actually toned down because they had to there's another cut of the film they had to cut stuff out to get an r rating Mm -hmm. uh, because of the level of violence so it's like jesus christ like when dudes are getting shot up like they're getting shot the fuck up listen i think everything they cut out of the movie he actually just repackaged as showgirls there's (laughs) there's there's just very light titty in this movie there was a isn't just just a brief just a sprinkling yeah well there's a you know i want to say i could be wrong correct me if i'm wrong there's like there is a a a full cut of the film like on dvd maybe i want to say yeah probably i want to say i read that like i'm curious as to what was removed yeah, violence or or gra- graphic nudity what, whatever it was because in the listen the first five minutes of this film you get like a few tenets of 80s action films you get man ass 80s man ass check yep you get a shot of 80s titties check no nipple chewing no nope. well you know what that's reserved for uh that's, scottish immortals that's that's it can be only one day. <laughs> Again, uh, and there's and within the five within the first five minutes, there's an, a, a a black hard nosed t- tired of your shit sergeant. Yeah, God, they're all they're so fucking yeah. tired. He's tired of your goddamn. He just shit. doesn't need that shit anymore. <laughs> like, he's too old for that. And I'm shit. like, well, not like, yet. I literally he's too old in the nineties. Five fucking minutes. We're already here. We're already hitting the fucking foundation <laughs> Check in of eighties fucking films yeah. here. So you know, I'm I'm happy you bring that up, Jones, because I, I had a note about the first five minutes of this movie as well. And there there's something you, you don't get it in today's storytelling, but if you go back and like hardcore study eighties movies, um, you see that they try to put as much nonverbal exposition oh, yeah. in the first five minutes of an eighties movie. Like the, the the greatest one of this is in Back to the Future. Where you just go into Doc's, um, you know, a workshop and the camera's just kind of falling on all this stuff. The news report pops up. Plutonium was stolen. You know, you see all the kind of stuff that Doc's working on. You get introduced to Marty. There's the dog. There's the dog food that's like continuously overflowing. Like, there's just a lot of things that happen. And you get that in this movie, too. And it, it starts... World building well, is before no you, joke. Yeah. Before you start on the story, so the very first opening shot is like a very shitty drone shot like coming up over the buildings and it's wobbly and shaky because the technology wasn't there at the time. And then like the RoboCop graphic comes up and Riley, who just passed by, was sitting there watching the beginning of the movie with me before she luckily left the room. Before you said, go upstairs, you don't need to see this. Movie. But she's like... <clears throat> she's like is RoboCop like a superhero? And I was like, no. She's like, well, why are they playing like Batman music to RoboCop? She's like, you should say that on your podcast. I was like, okay. I, like, I'll br- I I'll appreciate bring it that contribution. I'll bring it up. Listen, she wants to do podcasts. It's like overdramatic. She's had a whole conversation with us about the podcast she wants to do. So, What does she I mean, want to do? Um, she said she wanted, she was talking to us about the, she wanted to do it with her friend. Um, she had a whole like business plan for it. Oh, and that's that's for her uh, YouTube channel. Her YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah the that. YouTube channel. Yeah, she's yeah. putting a business plan and together. That says for that. a yeah. lot in a good and horrible way about society yeah. now, where a little child <laughs> yeah. is making a business yeah. plan. She's nine years old and she's making a business plan Listen, for her YouTube. You start career. investing now, right? I'm gonna get a ten percent equity in that. And if it blows up, I'm gonna look like a genius. <laughs> um, but you get Jess Perkins and, K- and Casey Wong. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and. and as I said, as you get the exposition before the movie really starts, you know they're starting to set the scene for you about the state of the world that we're in, um, and and they use these reporters several times throughout the movie uh, to 
basically transition into different acts of the movie, which I picked up when it got to the third act. I was like, oh, I'm getting it now. It was really happy about <laughs> it was, that. It was smart. It was smart. It's, it's, there's, there's just a level of, and again, um, who's, Jones, who's the director of um, the the Pearl Harbor movie and, and Transformers and Bad Boys and everything? What's his name? Mike Bay. Yeah, that guy. Um, I blame Mike Bay for ruining this aspect of filmmaking because, like, once we transition... Only that. That's the only thing you blame I, mean, I could blame him for a whole lot of things on a cinematic level. <laughs> uh, the sunset always looks good on a yeah, Mike Bay Blame for fucking Fact. lens flares. Yeah. And those fucking explosions are on point. I, uh, listen, I, 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 as a, as a, as a filmmaker, um, I love me some lens flare, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk some shit on that. Um, you know, it just feels like somebody's properly utilizing a very wide angle lens, Jones. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You're the, the filmmaker, lens, not the, me. The lens flare is not what's hurting us here. It's everything else he fucking does, and you know it. <laughs> yeah, let's just doing it with let's, style. Let's yeah. separate one from the other. Right? <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but. Um, yeah, like I, I blame him for taking that out because in today's movies, you know, it always feels like the first act feels so rushed to to get to the second act in today's films. I almost feel like in some cases the first act is only five minutes. At least in this case, it's still like twenty. Yeah, because um, we didn't even we didn't even see RoboCop until like thirty minutes into this movie. That's another underutilized element from eighties movies that you don't get in today. It's like you know, it's the foreplay. Right of of the film, you know, in in Predator, you have an entire commando movie before the Predator even sh- fucking shows up, right? Alien, right? You have like almost a, a an hour and twenty minutes in Aliens before you actually see a fucking alien, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get to introduce the characters, you get introduced to like the plot, the the, the plot devices, and you know where the story's going and everything, and then you know you fucking just get to the action and that just takes you the whole way home right um i wish we had a little bit more of that in today's I, in today's filmmaking right yeah i completely this agree. feel like it's it's a it's a filmmaking from a more civilized age oh fuck them people <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. no from the 80s not not like okay, mike good. bay no fuck no, that yeah no, fuck mike bay uh i said it i'll say it again um you say it a lot you do i don't say it that often but, i don't say specifically fuck mike but bay. when you say it you mean it oh listen you fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker has ruined some shit, and I will never forgive him for. Anyhow, so yeah, coming back to uh, coming back to RoboCop. So um, you know, we got the we got this. We we're introduced to the Sarge. Murphy walks in. You know, Sergeant Reed, baby. Right, That's his name, Sergeant Reed. And uh, Murphy's getting transferred, uh, and apparently the 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 section of Detroit that we're in. Um, and I failed to make a note of it. It's, it's what, is it West Detroit, East Detroit? Cause he was coming from South Detroit, wasn't he? I think so. Um, apparently it wasn't as bad. Well, where they're at now fucking sucks. It is uh, violent. Yes, this the, is a, uh, crime ridden area of Detroit in the future question mark. Yeah. <laughs> you mean uh, like now? Nobody knows when it takes place. Yeah, when did I, that's what I, I nobody I, knows. I'm curious. I meant to because look it's it up. like futuristic, but they're but like not. We're not gonna say exactly when this is because this could be anything. There, there's so you know one of the things I love about movies like this when you know movies in the '80s try to predict the future is you kind of take a look at the technology and see what did they get right and what didn't they get right, you know, um, and you know 
what are they fantasizing? And 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 the beginning of the movie, as you're going through with the news reporters and everything, you have the little commercials. They're talking about like an artificial heart that they can build mm-hmm. and put into oh, your man, body. Oh man, so on the nose with today right now. Yeah, and they're they're talking like, oh, this is like the 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 high end like Yamaha Suzuki of hearts or something, right? And um, you know, they're they're talk they're showing that you know there's um, there's wars and stuff going on all over the all over the world. You know, stuff's going on around the United States. Like, a lot of bad shit's happening. There's a lot of nuclear fear kind of going on. Everybody's got nuclear weapons and stuff. And, um, you know, we, we we are also talking about the police strike, which is coming up. Because a lot of police yep. officers are dying. Um, and, you know, a couple cops just got killed last week. And they even start the whole thing when Murphy's going in and getting suited up in the police department. You know, the, the Sarge walks in with the pencil-pushing guy who's got to do the inventory of the one guy's locker because he didn't make it yeah apparently they can't even leave the station without like wearing like full riot gear it's wild that's how that's how bad it is and ocp the uh tech conglomerate was granted sort of uh control over the detroit police force and that sort of tied into why they were planning on striking I mean, there's a alleged cop killer on the loose. Uh, there's more crime than there is civility in that area of Detroit, and it's just a shit show for the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's and it's funny. Like, um, as I'm watching this film, but if you take it like thematically, like what's really happening, you can you can lift the the themes and the ideas and put them in 2023. There's a whole lot of parallels. And there. I'm like, man, you know what was terrifying to me? Not terror, that's a strong word. Was disconcerting to me. Wasn't the idea of like uh government overstep into like the, the sector of like police force, uh, but it was E D two oh nine. And the reason why it was disconcerting to me, because you can the very concept of a multi billion dollar company coming in, stepping in, saying, We're gonna help you here. We're gonna create this machine to help you keep the streets clean. Yeah, it's, it's you can take the OCP, take them out, and, re- and replace it with Tesla, and I'll buy it. It'll make total sense to me. It makes total fucking sense to me. I can see that in eight years. I can see that in ten years. I can see that in five years. And it was like, fuck. So, <laughs> so, so Elon is which character in this? Is is he Dick? Dick Jones. He is a Dick. Is, is he Dick Jones? There's a lot of Dick in this movie too, by the way, without like actually it's seeing Richard any dick, Jones. But there's man. a lot of Dick names in yeah, this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Dick Jones played by uh, Ronnie Cox, who there's some uh, good also, actors in this. also was right, uh, Bogomil in Beverly Hills Cop, available in the archives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a great fucking name! Like, if your last name's Cox, you have to get cast to play Dick. <laughs> you have to. I mean, if the shoot fits. Yeah. <clears throat> rounding out the cast we have uh kurt wood smith who we mentioned is uh clarence the cop killer aka red from that 70s show uh we have miguel ferrer who's been in a ridiculous amount of movies you recognize the face almost immediately he plays bob morton the creator of robocop uh and then we have robocop himself peter weller who apparently has been in like 80 plus movies yeah, but name's super familiar. when you when you see his face it's like oh robocop i don't remember any other thing he's no. just that guy got that shot a in. lot and then uh, Nancy Allen plays Ann Lewis, RoboCop's partner. Can we, can we real quick? Um, I made it a point to write this down. I hope you wrote the same thing I wrote well, about this. Well, there's two things. Okay, so I saw this film again 
No, obviously not 1987. It was VHS time, so it was like maybe like 89, probably something like that. Still pretty fucking young. <laughs> when I was a little kid, okay, I was convinced before I knew better, like maybe a year or two later, that that was Carrie Fisher. I was convinced that uh, it was. not the note that I had. I w- that was my first one. I was convinced that it was, though. I was it's very, not. very fucking... You were, they look, they you were look wrong. very similar, and, but like, you know... But, was she like, I fucking him pretty hard in the beginning? Yes. Yes. Real fucking hard? Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's a married man. What do you... No, she what, definitely wanted something like that. Why are you looking at his dick like that? Well, you know, I mean, so... I, mean, I respect it. So we have we have the the locker room scene here in the first five minutes, right? And it's like a co-ed oh, man, locker room, co-ed. right? Which is, again, the same thing we have in Starship Troopers. I want to almost do a study now and t- and play. <laughs> I want to get two TVs going and start Starship Troopers and RoboCop at the exact same time. And I just want to see how many parallels there are. There are probably a lot. There are probably yeah. way more than yeah, there's. Because sh- it's, it's all the same yeah. people behind the scenes yeah. for both of those. Um, I just. So, first off, yeah, she, she was. They were DTF. Right? Instantly. Instantly. Yes. Right? Um, I just wrote down she's a bad partner. I mean, she's not the greatest. <laughs> like she, she was just like. First off, she. I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but like she, the way that she like blew her bubble and her bubble gum, like pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> Apparently, that triggers you. It did because it was like it was. It, I because I had a fucking flashback to Val Kilmer and Top Gun. Oh, shit, where he just goes. Like the, the the tooth thing, like that's what it was like with the bubble to me, folks. There was you, like you such a see level what of Dave dis- did. Yeah. I don't l- know if I don't know if the microphone picked it up, but it was fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when Iceman like is talking to uh, Maverick and he does like the the bite thing. Yes, that's that was like what the bubble gum was to me. Yeah, and it made no fucking sense to me why she just just chewing bubble gum and a lot of ass. people were chewing gum in this movie. I there was way more. Like, did fucking Wrigley's have a sponsorship in this summer <laughs> that we just didn't know about? People were chewing a lot. A lot of big there's red there's a baby. lot of there's a lot of fuck remember big red <laughs> yes and what was it juicy fruit juicy fruit juicy fruit that was like the staples back when we were yeah. kids yeah yeah fruit stripe gum was mine i never touched that shit that was it was good for two seconds and then it was rock I hard say and that's no why I didn't like it. yeah yeah I'm like what the fuck what are you doing over there <laughs> there's so many colors here but they don't last <laughs> yeah. what was yeah. your uh your your uh your bubble yum of choice you guys remember bubble yum mm-hmm uh, mine was cotton candy. It was blue. Uh, just plain. or just the OG classic. I just like sugar. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. You know, like when a lot of people were doing cocaine in these movies. Jones was there with a packet of Kool Aid and just like a fucking one dollar bill. Let me tell you something. Remember the fucking dip em stick thing? Yeah. The packet yep. is just fucking sugar Funny. with a sugar stick. <laughs> Like what the fuck were they giving us? And you're just you know diabetes. They were they were literally hopping us up to just commit all sorts of like nick knocking you know and and egging people's cars and teeping trees and things. A lot of sugar. Yeah, a lot of fucking sugar. <laughs> what were they taking us up for? Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Revving us up to lose our feet. Yep. Here, snort this. Develop your cocaine habits early. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Lewis was a bad partner. You know the. She was a good partner later. She came around later when it, I mean, when it mattered. She got her partner killed on his worst first day ever. That's that is worst. the worst first day of all time. <laughs> he didn't even get the fucking lunch. <laughs> 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 he, 
They didn't even get to a drive-thru. There was yeah. no donuts and co- there was coffee. There was coffee. They in, had the coffee. In weird cups. Weird cups. I noticed someone. This is the. This is the very. It's weird. Like you said, the things that were futuristic and things that yeah. just aren't. But like the fucking squared angled cups. And you know, and I don't know if you guys picked up on this as well, but like there was some, there was some just acting in this that I really questioned. So like number one, I could tell there was no coffee in those cups. Oh, no one drink. Who was I? Nobody drinks coffee that that way. Somebody I was talking to. uh, A shout out to the Midnight Listener's Big Brother Lamar. All right. So I was helping the Midnight Listener move recently. And he came over to help out and and, and and put some things away. We're talking and we're and we're talking about acting and things. And he just goes on a, a rant, which he's a real actor, so he's allowed to. But he's like, he pisses me off how people in movies drink coffee. Yes, because no one just swigs it back. They it's don't. fucking burning hot. It's gonna burn you. You sip the coffee. And, I'm like, and even when you sip it, there's always that, there's never a time, and I don't drink coffee. I'm not a coffee guy, right? But I fucking know that even when I do have coffee, if I'm picking up for stuff or something, that if I try to take that first sip, I'm going to do one of these cringe things because it's so fucking hot. It's just hot. You got to you know, prepare yourself. You're never, never really that. ready for it. No. So when you do see it, it matters. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. Very rare. You know who does it? Gary Oldman does it. I don't know if he does. does it. I don't know if he does. I it. believe. I believe that he does. <laughs> I'd like to think he does. I believe that he does. Um, yeah. But yeah, as you were. <laughs> <laughs> but like she, she's just. But yeah, they're they're the the weird fucking square cups and everything. But yeah, he's he's murdered before even fucking lunch break. Look, he was murderized. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know if human being. No <clears throat> one's gonna survive that on any. They shot him. So many times. Well, let's talk... Before we even talk about him getting shot so many times, where she was just sitting there fucking watching. Um, she weird, didn't want to die. It's a weird... Look, she had some <laughs> she weird... She didn't even go in that room. She had some weird voyeuristic shit going on, but that was going to... But she goes up to the one dude who's just pissing. Wait, you're trying right? to say she's in a snuff? She might be in... She might have been cucking <laughs> what the fuck? a little bit there. A little bit of... I didn't see where her hands were when she was watching him get shot. I don't know. Oh, boy. Looking at you, Jeff. I got real I dark, know. real fast now. I don't know. But listen, all right. So anyway, so, she's watching dude piss. So she's watching the dude piss, and like, so I, I remembered, I remembered somebody getting their dick shot off in this movie. I was like, oh, this is where the dick gets shot off. It is not where the it's dick gets not. shot off. No. You know. So the guy's pissing, and she's like, freeze, dirt bag, and like he stops peeing, which I thought that was actually kind of funny. Uh, and then he like turns around, and like, like she gets knocked off the 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 scaffold well, hold not on. until she looks yeah, at his dick that's the oh. trick she finally she couldn't handle it she had to see it as soon as she looked she down he knocked see. the gun she out of her she gave lewis has some shit uppercut. going lewis has some shit going on all right I'm he just gave saying. her the most hot duke and fucking show right you can uppercut yeah. i've ever seen somebody, her ass yeah. somebody needs scaffold. to somebody needs to psych profile lewis and the shit she's into well look at where she's working she's been through some shit i'm sure it's not her first partner she's lost. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not what she, not anything she hasn't seen in the work locker room. No, that's also true. Right? A lot, yeah. of, a lot of man ass, a lot of titties. And she looks like like one of the people that was in Starship Troopers too, that was in the fucking academy. A little bit. A little bit. I'm doing my part. Yeah. We're all doing our part. Like even the kids like spitting on the bugs and the fucking crazy mom going, <laughs> I'm doing my part. We're gonna have to cover that movie. Add that to the list. Oh, it needs to be yeah. part of the list. Um But yeah, so she like and this is the other thing that really bothered me, all right? They were not moving in this facility, like in this steel mill, 
the way that anybody that I think is trained as any type of police officer, they were definitely actors acting mm-hmm. at that point in the movie. They're like, I'm here and I'm there and I'm I'm creeping around the corner and here's my gun. Like, it was so fucking bad. And I wrote, I was like, you can tell that they have never actually trained or done any of this before. Yeah. Murphy's because that a, is not how people move. Murphy's a bad cop. Uh, Lewis is a bad cop. Yeah. They're not very good at their jobs. The fact that they are, they, they're woefully outnumbered and outgunned. They know they're outnumbered and outgunned. Backup's not showing like, up anytime We're not going to wait for backup. And Murphy just goes, keep in touch, and just runs up yeah. off a of, Like, what yeah. the? What? Murphy and Lewis move like actors think cops should move in this part of the movie. That's that was my note. Fuck that. I agree. I like that. That's where I'm drawing the line. That's where that's your line of the them sand. sipping coffee and moving through the fucking steel mill. People, I fucking each other the whole night. Look, I watched Sylvester Stallone go through a steel mill in the middle of a cornfield in the middle of fucking Iowa that was also Northern California. That was functioning and nobody was there, and it was more believable than that movement, folks. If you haven't listened to the Cobra episode, please, 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 please listen to it. But before you listen to it, watch the movie. No, half of what we're going to say is not going to make any sense. But nope. I'm really proud of that episode because that movie was the drizzling fucking shits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it was so bad. It was amazing. It and it really, was so enjoyable. It really was. It's definitely in the archives. Please give it a listen. Anyhow. Uh, so, uh, basically, we're, let's move the story along. Uh, Murphy gets cornered by everybody, because he's bad at his job. and deserved to fucking die, basically. And he gets shot. I, you know, I should have looked up. There's got to be a website somewhere, some YouTube channel that looked up how many times he was shot. He was shot dozens of times. Yeah. By, by each gun. Yeah. yeah. And he just wouldn't die. Yeah. I, I think that's... He got his hand blown off. Oh, he God, got his first other shot, arm man. blown oh. off. Just removed. He got... And then, but but like he didn't react to his hand being gone. He just he just kept yelling ah, like just he did, just kept screaming. <laughs> like if that was your hand, you're you're probably gonna like as soon as you look down, you're probably gonna pass the fuck out. Oh, the the shock will take the over. The shock will just take yeah. over. But you're not just gonna look down and just go because that's basically what happened. Yeah, he, he was just surprised. <laughs> I don't oh, know they actually got me. off like that. Like, there's a part of me is like, like there's that. a part of me is like, does he still feel himself wiggling his fingers even though it's just a puddle of goo? I hope so. Uh, yeah, they shot him a, a bajillion times, and then when he wouldn't fucking die, because apparently Murphy, what's his first name? Um, Did we ever find out? It's just Murphy. I don't know. They might have said that. Yeah. Well, either way, they, Alex they, Murphy. And then it's Alex. Fucking Murphy. poor, it's poor Murphy. Murphy gets shot in the fucking head. <laughs> I read the father from that '70s show, which puts paints him in a different light for me. By the way, that's all I kept seeing was him fucking yelling at Topher Grace the yeah. whole time. Dumbass. <laughs> I I had an issue again because you know this is it's it's such a it's such a believable movie, right? I had an issue that it was like daylight when he got like shot, and it was like nighttime when they got him to the hospital. Well, they took their time. But he was still had he still had vitals. He was still alive. Oh, he 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 he, is, he is immortal. Apparently, he had the will to survive. That made him a great candidate for for RoboCop. Yeah. He's a will to survive. I think that's what they're trying to say. Uh, so the RoboCop program, I guess, when you enlist with the police force, you sign a waiver that says, "Hey, if anything happens, I can become a RoboCop," uh, according to OCP rules. So 
while all this is happening, there was the boardroom scene. It's like a parallel oh, storyline happening where they that. introduce uh, the ED two Ed two hundred nine. So, yes, we we should probably take a moment and talk about this because I forgot this happened. But as it's happening, I'm like, oh, I know where this is going, and it says a lot about the society this movie exists in. That it that so the ED the Ed uh, Ed two hundred nine. Uh, was unveiled as like this the RoboCop effectively mm-hmm. uh, by fucking Dick Jones, who uh, uh, no one's a good person in this fucking movie. By the way, everybody's nah. a shithead yeah. on some level. Even Lewis, who wanted to fuck her partner, who was married with a child. But anyhow, I think she wants to fuck him more when he's RoboCop. I think she kind of did. Um, she wanted to see his iron. Um, I just thought it was more about the hydraulics. How much of his body did they save? Very little. Well, I mean, <laughs> his fa- he didn't get shot in the dick. He did not get shot in the dick. They took his arms off. But they he did get shot in the leg, and we know from Bad Boys, your dick ain't gonna work. Well, no, that. they saved one arm. They did save <laughs> like, one. Like oh, I did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's good. Um, but Ed is unveiled to a boardroom full of professionals. Professionals, air quotes. And it's so fascinating because you know it's coming. And do uh, Dick Jones says, "Hey, take this gun, point it." You know, and, and Ed's like, "You know, drop." He gets sixty seconds, whatever it is. And the dude's like, "Okay, sure, put it down." And then Ed just starts to malfunction. Function now. Ed two oh nine, Ed two oh nine looks like exactly what an eighties robot's gonna look like. Yep, it's not it's what you would expect. Yeah, it's a hundred percent what you would expect. And he just keeps counting down. And it keeps making like animal noises. It's that growling was, like a I fucking lion and everything. That's yeah. so unnecessary. Yeah. That was such a weird... I know I'm fast forwarding, but like when he falls on the stairs oh and my he's God. like crying like a baby. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Why As is I, a robot I forgot about the turtle on its back. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. Oh, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get there. Um, so bring it back to the boardroom. So ED209 uh, malfunctions and murders a dude in the middle of a business meeting. And everyone is super casual about it. He he gets murderized just like Murphy. super murderized. And honestly, the fact that no one gave a flying fuck effectively. I mean, they cared in the moment, and then it was like, all right, let's. Talk. And they laughed about it on the elevator, <laughs> was, like right afterwards. He was afterwards. clearly like, the board member that they. Well, even if you can't take the heat, like how is this man getting shot like that, murdered at ten o'clock in the morning during like the first meeting of the day, and everybody's like, all right, wash your hands, it's time for lunch. It's cool. Yeah, clean it up. Makes me wonder how many times that's happened. At yeah, least, so. at least one other time. <laughs> There's protocol for this. Yeah. So because of that, Dick Jones gets uh, demoted, and Bob Morton is like, "Oh, I see my window of opportunity. I have this other robot program that I think we should fast track." And the boss is like, "Okay, let's do that." But in doing that, the boss—I didn't even write his name down. He doesn't uh, have a name. He's just he's the old he's man. Just the old man, which I thought was fantastic. He yeah. says he's just uh, the old one man. of the greatest lines that I'm sure Dave you've used on multiple uh, occasions. He just said, "Dick, I'm so disappointed." <laughs> hey, right. That's that. I just got that. That's that's so mean. That's a dick joke. I know. Um, I know. Pointing in your direction. Dave. And then I was like thinking, it's like that's never happened though. I've never I've never looked down at him, and been like, "You son of a bitch, <laughs> you, you really let me down this time." Just so, start punching it in the car. Just, what the fuck was his name? Could you imagine being in a red light and just, I'm sitting there just, <laughs> just punching just, away at your penis. Just wailing away at it. Oh. You disappoint your mother. Um, so the guy who heads up the RoboCop uh, program, what's his name? Bob Morton. 
he's in a number of things, and for some reason, I spent the whole movie, as opposed to looking up IMDb while I was watching the movie, I didn't. I'm just like going, I know him from a number of 80s films and 90s films. He's in films. a ton of movies. What was he in that was like... <sighs> he was... So the one that I remember him from was from Hot Shots, where he was... Was that part two? I, I, I think it was part two, because he was kind of the one who was leading Topper into like the Rambo type thing, but he was a giant coward. But he was like trying to be this big tough guy, but he actually wasn't. That's kind of what I really what remember else is him he from. In? He's in something very like, serious, but like a science fiction film. I know he is. Yeah, he was in a ton of stuff. He's also a big voice actor uh, for Teen Titans, uh, for a bunch of cartoons, Adventure Time, stuff like that. Uh, he was also the villain in uh, Blank Check, if you remember that movie oh, as fuck. a kid. I can't say I've ever actually watched that. <laughs> But I know what it is. <laughs> I'm I'm looking here, Jones, real quick here. Um, Miguel Ferrer is his name. Yeah, um, trying to see here. Point of No Return, Hot Shots Part D. I'll know it when I see it. I know another like, stakeout, blank check. This is what we call. do, folks. We sit and then we research yeah. things that we should have researched. So while they're looking that up, uh, <laughs> so Murphy is murderized. And so uh, murderized. And so they donate his what's left of his body to the RoboCop program um, and basically turn him into a robotic police officer. Which can I acknowledge how cool cool is not a fucking good word. How interesting it was how they did it from from Murphy's perspective. Yes. Which I really and I remember all that. Yeah. And and at the time, you're like, oh, this is fucking awesome. And now watching it back, like these effects are shit. But. Uh, it's effective. They hit, like, they hit the, I, the yeah, notes that needed to hit. Yeah, that's what uh, Robot Vision looked like in the 80s. Robot Vision. Uh, so Robocop has... <laughs> it was just Robot Vision's It was just green effects over a screen. Game Boy was green. Like At least he has full color. Uh, so he had three directives as Robocop. Uh, serve the public, trust, protect the innocent, and uphold the law. And then number four, which is a classified directive, which we learn about later. Um so, anyways, they send they ship him over to the Detroit police station, and basically send him out to start cleaning up the streets. Now, what's really interesting is like if you see how big Ro- RoboCop is, and this is an issue I had with it. If you see how big he is, and you see how he moves, like when he walks and when he moves around, how the fuck does that thing drive a car? Good fucking question. How a how does he fit in the car? B, how does he have the mobility to, like, steer accurately? You know, it's, it's funny when you, you talk about the suit and everything. When I was watching this, I had a note here that this is what Iron Man could have been. I like, mean, thank God it wasn't. Like, they could have they could have made Robert Downey Jr. be in the fucking suit the whole time. And, like, as Iron Man, when he wasn't flying around and shit. Like, yeah. that's what it could have been. Good call on their part. Like, you know, we're just going to put some pieces on and then just digitize the rest of it. And you can move like a normal fucking person. Um, but yeah, there's no way he's getting in that car. No. Um, one thing I want to point out here that really bothered me about this movie as well. It was during the RoboCop creation, you know. You see these clips where he's kind of passing in and out of consciousness as RoboCop. And he's kind of being activated. And there's one scene where they're talking about, well, we saved his arm. He's like, I don't want his fucking arm. Which I thought was fascinating. Like, he's he's like, I don't, he's dead. He doesn't, like, I don't want to keep his arm. Get rid of it, you know. And there was another thing where they're like they're celebrating New Year's, and he kind of like woke up, and like the woman came over and put kissed, a party hat on him, put a party hat on him, and like kissed him at New Year's, but like didn't kiss him on the mouth, kissed on him the on eye. the fucking eye, on on the on, on the, the fucking visor. Which is also did he have weird. a visor on then? I don't even just kiss him on the eyeballs. I don't 
don't even know. <laughs> There's some weird kinks in this movie, man. I'm telling you. Yes, There's sir. a whole like like hy- hydraulic steampunk thing going on where I'm, I'm not even gonna. You know what? Just take it over, guys. I'm just gonna drink some more. <laughs> Um, Fuck her kissing him on the eye. Nobody does that. So on on Murphy's first day on the job, he gets murdered hardcore. On RoboCop's first day on the job, uh, he stops a convenience store robbery. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots a guy in the dick. Yeah. Right, right in the dick. On It was very intentional. Yeah. Like, he's like, I could shoot him in the head or in his arms or his leg. Because he looks at his leg first and then he's like, you know what? I think I can shoot through this lady's dress and right into that guy's dick. Mm-hmm. And he does. Right in the deck. Um, this is not about the story, but it's about one of the commercials that I, I made it a point to write down because I'm like, I would play the shit out of Nukem. <laughs> I would play the, the nuclear shit battleship. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I listen. That's man, hardcore. That is like another level of battleship. Anyhow, uh, I just want to get that out of my but system. But I, I think uh, so. A serious point to that, though, Jones. Like, I think that those commercials played a very important part to you know, kind of emphasize why people are willing to maybe let go of certain civil obligations or, or let certain control go to certain organizations because, like... The state of the world. The state of the world is so fucking bad. Yeah, you, you kind of want a RoboCop going around at this point. You, know, you don't give a shit about what that might mean down the road, but, like, right now, we could really use that, you know? And I thought that was kind of interesting how they kept playing into that with those propaganda commercials and advertisements and the news stories and everything. It's just, you know, how willing would you be? What what kind of a state does the world have to be in? Because when you're going around Detroit, it's not like it's Escape from L.A. It's not Escape from New York right. kind of bad. It right. still looks like a regular city would look. Yeah. You don't see crime and things burning and rioting and stuff at every corner. But they're doing that just to kind of give you the idea, well, yeah, people would, because of the state of things, be willing to suspend certain things for this. That's called desperation. Yeah. Um, Exactly. I think that, I mean, ultimately, here's the thing about the story, too. Um, I think there's, like, like most kind of not great films, there's a really interesting story being told, being attempted to be told under the surface. Like, so... Murphy, Robocop, who's no longer Murphy for the time being, uh, is, you know, he goes around, he's solving, you know, solving crimes, not solving, he's shooting people. <laughs> really. Yeah. He's, he's stopping crimes. He's stopping crimes, uh, shooting people, and hanging out with kids at school. He yeah. also was, like, providing, like, um, like, after the, he, sh- like, he shot the guy in the dick and everything, he's like, I've contacted the, the crisis center for rape victims yeah. for your mental health kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. Like, checking off all the boxes. Him being at the school with the kids reminded me a lot of that thing. And again, fucking Starship Troopers, man. Of all the kids, like, squishing the bugs. You know, that, that scene when, like, would you like to know more? You know? I was waiting to see that at the end of the commercial, <laughs> at the end of the news report. Would you like to know more? But ultimately... In the back of his consciousness, amongst all the, the, the microchips and brain matter, whatever's left of his brain, Murphy's still in there. And he runs into whatever that guy's name is, one of the guys who, who murderized him uh, in the beginning of the film. He runs into one of the henchmen of Clarence and has like a fucking moment. 
Like oh, before that he has a fucking PTSD driven dream yep. yeah. about being murderized by Clarence and his goons. Yep. Which is like it, again, it's just an interesting little story being told here. Yeah, and then Lewis calls him Murphy on his way out, and then she gets in trouble for that. Which, by the way, didn't make any fucking sense to me. No, my, my man got so fucking. Nobody jacked was there to see it. He's like, "What are you questioning him about?" Bitch, you didn't see anything. You don't know what I Nobody said to him. I could have said hello. <laughs> Nobody was even there to like do the whole thing. What did they go back to the security footage and be like, "Well, you obviously said something to him in the fucking hallway." I got so irritated yeah. by that scene. And the only reason like she recognized him as Murphy is because the way he spins his gun yeah. on his finger. I thought because she was eye-fucking him for so long in the beginning yeah. that she just recognized his, just, his, just his chin. chin. Like his Batman chin. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for her to lean in because I, there, there is also a number of whether overtly or invertly like Star Wars references in this fucking thing. Like first off, they had the Star Wars like space station kind of thing going on in this world. But like I was kind of waiting for her to like lean in and go, um... I just want to know, are you more machine now than man? <laughs> you know? It didn't happen, but yeah, there's a part of me that kind of like, well, I would have wrote that in. Yeah, but like the space stuff, like it's so random. They're like, oh, the something malfunctioned and there was a political person on there and they they were in zero gravity and they're flipping around. And then the next thing is like, oh, yeah, it uh, there was a malfunction and a laser shot off it's and like killed 115 people. people. I, uh, many of which were like uh, previous former there, presidents. There are two presidents that <laughs> yeah, were just like, murdered what? in Santa Barbara by a malfunctioning <laughs> laser system, right? I thought it was really interesting with the, the the footage they took of them in the spaceship that malfunctioned and like the zero gravity kicked off. It was clearly just a bunch of people in a fuselage that they, yeah, were, going up, they were going around. up and down and everything like you typically see nowadays. But, yeah, again, the, the technology. I like the technology, too, because, like, in certain points, like, in RoboCop's holding cell, which was just, like, a weird, like, mechanical cage yeah. in, like, the garage, um, they had a camera, but they didn't do anything to be like, what are cameras going to look like 40 years from now? They're like, no, we're just going to put a fucking camera on from today <laughs> and just leave it there, and nobody's nobody's going to give a no, shit. Some things are, look, they don't have Ro- flying cars. Robo, RoboCop clearly has a fucking iPhone tracker. But also, when you go to Bob's house, like when he gets fucking, you know, coke murdered, um, that there's hundred percent. We need to. That needs to be a thing. Oh, coke murdered. Yeah, there's going and 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 t shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the next nut. That's coming coming soon in the good store. Coke murdered. <laughs> um, but uh, no, they have like the fucking like film reel thing, yep. like the like like that you'd see it on like on an old movie projector or like in a movie or in like, yeah. a sound studio when they're rolling tape. Like, he had that in his fucking stereo in his house. So bizarre. But yeah. Um, so yeah, he's having these PTSD dreams. He decides to, I'm going to go fo- solve some fucking crimes. So he gets off, leaves, pisses everybody off, runs into one of the goons that murderized him early in the film, freezes up, ends up attempting to murderize him, but fails. Yep. Um, the, the idea that, here's Frankenstein's monster, you know, who is he really? Is he just the machine? Is he is he still a man in there? Is it bad that I didn't really make any correlation to Frankenstein's monster until you just uttered those words? <laughs> well, it's not bad. I mean, I just something crossed my mind. Yeah. But it's, it's very Frankenstein's it's a monster. Good. That's a good call. Right, thank you. I have my moments, Mac. Um, I so ultimately uh, Murphy starts to come out more and more. He goes to this old house, which I thought was. I remember as a kid there being more to it. Then yeah, him and just going to the house and there's nothing there. flashbacks and then like rage punching and <laughs> the screen that's in there. Shit out of that fucking real estate screen. Um, 
And he had a good life, it looked like. Happy life. And he got fucking murderized on a fucking Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah, when he, like, rages out in the kitchen or whatever, like, the first thing that popped in my head was when uh, the Emperor told Vader that he that he killed Padme. And he's like, no, and just starts wrecking that's shit. right. And I was like, all right, I'm picking that up. You know, and also, like, it's unfortunate that as much as there is under the surface that's trying to come up from this film, it's bogged down by so much bad acting and so much random shit that doesn't need to happen. Like, there's a scene, there's, like, a parallel storyline with, like, the corporate intrigue and, like, who's stabbing who in the back. There's a scene where Dick Jones is taking a shit. We all know where this is going. I hope you know where this is going. Did you guys think that there was no door there? That like in this version of the future, there were just we're no just doors. Each other no stall doors. Just no stall just doors. Big ass just litter boxes. There, like big ass fucking litter boxes. <laughs> no, I didn't think no, that. Like no. no three. Like this it is what was a door this there. is what led into the three seashells development, <laughs> right? This is this came before. <laughs> so no, that's not what I thought. Because um, I did. I did not think there was a door there. But I'm I'll like, tell you this what guy's I thought. Fucking just watching so them piss. We got this uh, is weird. What was the fucking? What was the guy's name again? Um... Bob? Bob. Yeah. So Bob and some other fucking random corporate shill, they're up there talking shit about Dick Jones. Talking mad shit. Like, old, he's old, he's this, he's out, blah, blah, blah. And everybody else knows that Dick's in the fucking, in the, in the fucking shit, bathroom man. taking a fat ass yeah, shit. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's the executive lounge yes. bathroom. It's the first Every- time Bob was in there. Can, can we just take a second to just properly acknowledge that you just said a sentence that Dick is taking a big ass shit? He's taking a fat ass shit. Dick is taking a fat ass shit. And listen, if, if Dick is taking a fat ass shit, you're having a bad fucking day. That needs to be a bumper sticker. You need to call the fucking emergency room. <laughs> Dick is taking a shit. That's what happens. That that's what happens when that Viagra kicks in too long. <laughs> like after eight hours, if you don't get to the hospital, your dick starts taking a fat ass shit. That's a, that's. I don't even want to fathom that. <laughs> it's like a dick and a book and a yeah. book and a dick. <laughs> That's only for us. That's right. That's if you right. know, you know. If you know, you know. If um, you don't, then you're just confused well, with the last five seconds. Yeah. Um, but so he's taking a shit. He's taking a fat ass shit. And eventually everybody's like, oh, we'll get the fuck out of here because he flushed the toilet. He's come out. Now, the thing, there's corporate intrigue. There is a lot of tension. There's a lot of threatening. There's a lot of under the surface insinuation. But what stood out to me wasn't any of that. The I think I know where you're going. fucking time I'm watching this. And he fucking walks up and grips fucking Bob by the back of his fucking head by his hair. And I'm like, this fucker didn't wash his goddamn he hands. He didn't wash his hands at all. <laughs> like, how dare you disrespect... It's one thing to threaten a man's job. It's another thing to physically cost him. But to do so with fecal-covered fucking hands. There's no way he had ample toilet paper covering his hands. Not when you're that rich. You don't fucking no. care. He fucking rubbed his shit on the back he of his did. head. <laughs> He probably did it knowingly. Oh, 100%. He, pro- he might have actually not even used toilet paper. He just I, might have went straight fucking Like, he was straight. listening to the shit talking and went, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> that, But that scene just stood out to me because of the lack of hygiene. Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's get out of the story along. Um... Eventually, Bob is betrayed by Dick Jones, because that's what dicks do. They betray on, you. On CD... By via Clarence, yeah, who apparently is working with Dick Jones behind the scenes. This is where the cocaine comes in. Oh, oh, fuck! And and is it, wait, hold on. Yep, I started at <laughs> approximately fifty nine minutes. That's when this happens. 
I paused it to make sure. At 55, 59 fucking minutes, I've lost hope in my father's ability to fucking make judgment calls. <laughs> was this at Bob's house or was it at the cocaine factory? Bob's house. Well, Bob's house was before the cocaine factory. Snorting off of a fucking uh, hooker's boobs or, or a model. I don't know what she was. Well, he was definitely going to fuck the one hooker. There was going to be some. There was going to be some booty shaking that. There night. was some flat booty shaking, but booty shaking. And then the, the other one who was, and I almost for some reason thought it was his wife. Like I know it wasn't, but it I was, was getting some wife he, vibes. Early in the film, in the bathroom, he mentions that the two models is coming yeah. over. Yeah, those they didn't look like models, by no. the way. Mm, no, <laughs> those are models in the future. Okay, well, fuck. Um, anyhow, look, but, he fixed it. Look, Paul Verhoeven fixed it in Total Recall. That's fair. He did. He corrected it. But yeah, I'm sitting here thinking to myself. I'm watching this scene, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna. I'm about the age my father was when I might have watched this film. Maybe maybe a year or so older, <laughs> right? So I'm like sitting on the couch. Allie's sitting on the love sack watching, and I just like turn to my left on the other side of the couch, and imagine like a little version of me watching this take place and going, "This is all right." This 80, is fine. The 80s were a he'll, different time, man. He'll handle it. He'll he'll pro- process this naturally, like a fucking human being will. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, the best part is, as I'm watching it happen, I remember it happening, but I had scrubbed that shit I'm, from my mind, my childlike mind, because I didn't get it. See, I didn't I, understand any of it. See, I had that with Predator 2. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, I, I watched the Predator movie and, and like, loved the Predator movie, and I remember I was having a sleepover, <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to get Predator 2. And, like, that's all well and good, but there's the scene where, like, the Colombian drug lord is just getting fucked by, by like, some stripper. And, and like, I think that was, like, the first time that I, like, truly saw titties in, like, my life. And, <laughs> like, your brain just grew. And it was not just me. There were two other people there that were seeing it for the first time also. And I was, like, it, it's, like, just burned into my, my, my psyche, right? And it was definitely one of those things like, you know, I, they should not let me have rented this. No, they no. didn't know. I mean, sure, it's rated R, but who? Fuck it. It's I just think for violence. <laughs> yeah, I think they knew. You think Jimmy Mack was aware? Yeah. Jimmy Mack didn't care. Jimmy no, I'll make was... a man of him. I can hear him saying it. Yeah. I'll make a man of him. <laughs> so Clarence shows up, uh, plays a message from Dick Jones on CD. Which, for the time... Cutting edge technology, yep. putting the CD in to play yep. the video, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, blows his house up with a Fucking grenade. Blows his well, house up. Shoots him in the legs multiple times. Yeah. An excessive number of times so that he can't get to the grenade. I love that the strippers, that the hookers just get up and leave. They're like, you know, we'll, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> no call titty me. munching You'll, tonight. Yeah, you're you're going to call me back, right? You're going to call me back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, because he did. Because no. he did. And I love it. It's a grenade with a timer. Listen, you got to fight for it. And the timer was perfectly framed so we could see the countdown as he's reaching for the grenade. Yeah. Yeah. That's another character, uh, Bob, who I thought lived in the movie, and he did not live. That fucker got got pretty hard. He done, um, he done got got. He, 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 um, I like how Dick's like, we could have been friends. I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to be yeah, friends with you. I don't you. know. You seem like a, if, you're not the type of friend I want. You seem like a terrible person. You're a bad human being. Um, so eventually... All this information comes out that, you know, uh, Dick Jones works with Clarence. Clarence works with Dick Jones. Robocop finds out, uh, and he goes to arrest Dick Jones. Fun fact, Directive 4 that we talked about earlier means that he cannot arrest. And it's funny, as this scene happens, you go, I know where this is going already. 
Like, all right. He's, and it's like, so we'll get there. But it, it was like, okay, it's clever, I guess. It's, it, it was an interesting nod to the three laws, you know, kind of a thing. And, 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 um, fucking who wrote that? Was H.G. Wells? I can't remember. Sure. But, I'll you go know, with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. It, it, it's it's definitely a, a late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds um, author. But uh, you know the three directives, three laws, kind of a thing. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Three laws of robotics. Um, Isaac Asimov wrote it. No, he was the the the, the, the three oh, laws. But I am robot bit. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you you definitely feel that that moment because he he's 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 tracking RoboCop coming to the building, and he's he's opening he's hitting the button to open the door so RoboCop doesn't even have to open it. What a cocky cock! Can we also mention and and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the little fucking GPS thing it just yeah. has a light on it. Mm-hmm. Light doesn't move. <laughs> How the fuck are you supposed to tell where he is if the light doesn't fucking Listen, move? Yeah. Pops there, on the screen. There are yeah. no touch screens. And it's just lines and stuff. Yeah. It does it's not like an actual like Google Maps and, on there. Listen. I respect that they went through the effort of creating this thing, but like you could have just not you could have just like had people look at it from a certain angle and just assume that you can Listen, see. Listen, the props department put just enough time in there to make that work and just enough time not to. <laughs> yeah, so uh, right before Robocop goes to the office, he goes to the cocaine factory first. Because mm. that's how he finds out that they're all connected, right? Uh, and just murders the shit out of every single person in there, except for Clarence, just beats uh, the shit out who, of rat, who rats out Dick Jones, and then he delivers him to the station as the cop killer, and then makes his way to the office. Now, as as he, as Dave mentioned, like he's hitting the button to like open the doors for him, and just like casually strolls in, and then he's like, "Go ahead and try to arrest me," and then as soon as he does. Directive four kicks in. So how much? So we, we talked about how much RoboCop. I have to go back to the cocaine factory because there was a lot of cocaine floating in the air during that whole fight scene. Mm-hmm. There's no way that RoboCop's on hide of his fucking mind when he walks in. That's that why building. he almost killed Clarence. Can, can, <laughs> a, can a robot get high on cocaine? How, how much? How much organic somewhere? is left? I mean, I he's feel eating like, food. I feel like if yeah, he's eating baby food. Yeah, where like does it, it go? Like where does it go? Like how? That's why I was curious how much. Murphy was still in there. If General Grievous is coughing, RoboCop can get high off of fucking cocaine. That's an interesting point. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's, he's like high. He's got a full nose. Like coke. He's in full cocaine yeah. rage mode. <laughs> you killed me. But also, that was the most blue collar cocaine factory I've ever come across. It was very clean. Like I really felt like it was just right out of like the odd, like like they they weren't making cars anymore, so they just converted the factory for cocaine. <laughs> It was very practical. I feel like they had a sound retirement plan, a they nice four hundred one. They had a nice four hundred one k. You know, they had fucking profit sharing. Jesus they had profit Christ. sharing. They got overtime after forty oh hours. Like, God. there's definitely a cocaine union. No, oh, there's definitely a cocaine. Union. If there's a cop union, there's a cocaine union. All those guys were very nicely dressed for being like auto workers, basically. Yeah. You know, and they all had nice guns. They, they did have nice guns, there were a lot and of they guns. all got dead. Yeah. So in, in, enter uh, Ed two hundred nine, which is a fucking strange name. Ed two hundred nine, Ed two hundred nine, who goes and tries to fucking uh, destroy RoboCop, but fails because RoboCop. Well, normally having the high ground works out to your benefit, not in this fucking no. situation. So RoboCop is trying to get, trip, get away, and he runs through like a, uh, an emergency exit as a stairwell, and 
there's no way that ED should have fucking fit through that fucking doorway, but here we are. He fucking did. And <laughs> that poor robot, I almost feel almost so bad for him. He like goes to the top of the steps and like he tries it. He like puts one foot down. He like tries a couple of times and then he's like, yeah, I think I can make it. And then he's like, nope. And the fucker just regret. goes down. This is this is the point where like the manufacturers clearly didn't program walking on steps, you know. And he's just a turtle on his fucking back, yeah. as we like to call him, awkward turtle. Awkward turtle. Awkward turtle. But you know what? Like every time I watch like those videos of like like those robotic companies that are trying to build robots these days, like one of the first things they have them solve, I think, because of this fucking movie, is stairs. I like the idea that if a robot's chasing me, if I just go up or down a flight, I'm, I'm safe. <laughs> RoboCop's like now, turning low. Now with like, RoboCop, he knows how to take the elevator. Yeah. We see him take multiple elevators. ED3, ED um, also fucking shoots a rocket at RoboCop after RoboCop like takes out one of his turrets. Yeah. And like there's no explosion at all. That that building has got to be reinforced with, reinforced with adamantium. Because that's just, yeah, I said it. That place should have fucking went it down. It was fucking healing like Wolverine <laughs> the <Yes>. next day. <laughs> Because that building should have fucking gone down. Yeah. Between the, the, the shooting massacre in the beginning of the film, the rockets being fucking sh- shot off, and then the shit happens later on in the fucking film, towards the end, realistically, it should have gone down. If that guy at the beginning of the movie had enough foresight, like when he knew he was going to die, he should have threw the gun to another person. Something. Threat. Yeah. I felt so bad for him. Like... He's like, I'll play along, yeah. And then next, and then within 10 he, seconds, his life is flashing before his eyes. He's clearly the guy that, like, if you got him at Secret Santa office, you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. He's, he was clearly that, that guy, guy. That guy. They, he was the guy that, they that like, you lied to that you weren't going out to lunch when you secretly were. Uh, That's well, why he got yeah. the gun. He's that guy. Yeah, he's Poor that guy. guy. Well, you know, his family got nicely compensated. I for hope Seth. so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so RoboCop barely escapes with his life because the fucking whole police force turns on him because they're being controlled by the OCP. Yep. Uh, and Lewis, who's been <laughs> secretly watching what? <laughs> I think one of the best parts of this movie is like RoboCop gets to the lobby and like the like the service entrance to get out. The whole fucking cop force is there, and then like the four cops come out and go. <laughs> They come out and go, no, you can't shoot him. He's a police officer. And the, and the SWAT guy goes, we have our orders. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. Well played. <laughs> and they're like, they don't even like step in or like try to help. And they're like, yeah, fuck this. No, no. There's a lot of guns there, man. There's a lot of guns, a lot. man. So RoboCop uh, managed to, manages to escape. Uh, Lewis was like a cuck in the corner. Just happened to be there. Oh, um, she was watching. Like, few, she was hoping for that's a, my a few scene. Rows, a few How many times has she watched him get shot? Why was she even there? She was. Well, she, I mean, she was with all the other police officers. They were all called to the yeah. called to the scene. So uh, she puts Robocop in the car, and in a great call of judgment, goes to the steel factory where he was murdered in the first place. Has <laughs> terrible fucking memories. <laughs> there must have been a premium on steel factory locations. It's for the same one movies. from Cobra. There's it just was. no magma. <laughs> There's no magma. <laughs> That fucking steel mill got a lot of residuals, man. <laughs> Fuck that movie. God damn it. Cobra's so not good. Yeah, so uh, Robocop is recovering, takes his mask off. Uh, Lewis teaches him how to shoot again. 
uh, and for, that didn't make any fucking sense to me. No. And for some reason, she's just like sleeping on a pile of steel beams. <laughs> a blanket. With well, a blanket. she can't. I mean, they saw her go. Like, she can't go home. She can't go back to her husband. She has to stay and fuck the she, robot. She doesn't cop. have a husband. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. She has to. Why? Why she have to? Because it feels like that's that there's a repressed marriage there, which is why she has to fuck now so we're, much. We're gonna cycle it Did you ever see the movie Up in the Air? Up in the air with no. like George Clooney and everything. No, all right. I well. don't watch George Clooney movies typically. It's a it's a really good movie, but you know, since you haven't seen it, the ending I'm going to reference doesn't make any fucking sense. But if you saw the movie, and you 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 could probably get what I'm saying. Gotcha. So while they're on their way to the steel mill, uh, and, and and when you're at home, you make love. When you're having an affair, you fuck. Lewis fucks. That's Got all. It. Well, it depends on the type of person you are. Because if you're a shitty person. You make love when you're having an affair. No, she's not. She's not shitty. She just likes to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so she has a horrible, sexually frustrated marriage. That's what we're going for. Yeah, she clearly. Has kids. She has kids, Dave. Oh, she has two, yeah. There's two th- kids? Yeah, there's two With girls. a body like that? She has They're, two kids? Yeah. Okay. That's why she has a body like that. Okay, okay, okay. She's not a fucking model. Well, she's, she's not, not, she's she's not, not a, exactly... She's not a stick figure. I mean, those hips clearly have bore children. <laughs> you can't even see her hips. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. So, okay, she's married, frustrated sexually. Yeah. She probably is the type of person who peels the labels off of her beers when she's at the bar. Uh, two she's kids. Not a, she's not a sociopath. No, that means you're sexually frustrated. Is that what that means? I thought oh, it was just, that's, I thought yeah. it was just that's chewing That's been a thing since we were young. Yeah, that's just chewing ice. That's not new. What? I thought like when you chewed ice, you're sexually frustrated. I've never heard Maybe that. Maybe that's why she chews gum. Mm. Oral fixation. Clearly. Chewing on skin. Chewing on nipples. Chewing. Titty chewing. She's going to chew on whether metal or flesh. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Could you imagine? No! <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine it's weird that she's on she's still undressing murphy with her eyes oh she's i fucking the robocop and she's yeah. wondering what it's like under that lid <laughs> Anyhow. is it gears is it is it bullet holes what is <laughs> it's it it's like just nothing it's just blank yeah uh so anyhow back to the the topic at hand yeah so uh police go on strike chaos erupts in the city oh big time uh and dick jones Gives Clarence all the military weapons that they were using in their robot programs so that they can go kill Robocop. And by all the military weapons, they literally give him four, like, one type of gun. One yeah, gun. Four yeah. of those. <laughs> because four. there's four guys. There's yeah. one gun each. Can That's I, it. Okay, so we're getting close to the end of this film. And there is not a ton to really chew on but up, up, at the end of this film. Uh, but I, I was a little disappointed that <clears throat> we spend this... Not the whole film, but we spent a good chunk of the beginning, uh, and then towards the like the, the third act, getting to know these henchmen, for them just get fucking got so fucking fast. Like I was very disappointed. I wanted to see like maybe a one v one with so, Robocop. Nope, you know, no, they all get murdered immediately. I, I think I think it was the henchman henchman Johnson who had like the really like you clearly got cast because he had that laugh. Mm. Um, he the like, hyena well, laugh. Yeah, the yeah, the hyena. He had yeah. the hyena laugh. He wore the beret and everything. So when they get the guns and they start shooting things, I think it's John. I think that's his name is Johnson. He puts the gun between his legs 
and he shoots it and blows up like the like the titty bar or something. I was so upset about that. <laughs> and and the only note that I did is like with the power of that gun, there is no fucking way that he hasn't blown his nuts off with the oh, recoil they be from that rifle. Backwards. Yeah. They should be flying through the air. No There's way. no recoil. There's, There's some, they're not no big guys. Way. They don't have the upper body strength or the core no. strength to yeah, I didn't write it down, but I definitely thought like, how is like that? You ever see no those kickback on those. Zero. Yeah. It's like you ever see those videos where like people like don't know how to shoot a rifle. Yes. And they have like the scope, but they don't have it on their shoulder. So as soon as they shoot it, you know it's just gonna like destroy their fucking eye. I'm like, that's his testicles. They're, oh, they're gone. They're gone. That's why he's laughing like that. Oh, They've God. been gone a long time. Oh Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, and I was upset because he's the first one who dies. Black guy dies first. Surprise, surprise. And. He's like the most fleshed out henchman because of just the screen time he, he gets. He actually has like a character. He has yeah. an actual character. And like, oh man, he's going to try to 1v1 Robocop. My motherfucker got, got shot first. Quickly. Really fucking quickly. And it was dead. Yeah. Like, At least he just got regular shot. The rest of them got fucking blown <laughs> up or he did, he did burned get, by toxic waste. Oh. toxic waste. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The man. best part about the toxic waste. There was nothing, there was nothing good about it. Yes, there was. What? Was the fact that there was a fucking banner just so you were sure that you knew it was toxic waste? Mm. They didn't put like a caution symbol or like <laughs> no. a tot like or like a Mister Yuck fucking sticker <laughs> on it or Yuck. something. You know, <laughs> there was none of that. It was just in a giant yellow ribbon, toxic waste, and fuck when that when when that uh, when the truck opened. And all the fucking fluid came out, and you just saw his body was there. It's like <laughs> tumbled out. Like, he tumbles out, and you're like, "Oh, this isn't gonna be good." The noise he makes. <sighs> the it's like he's a bad guy. Maybe he's a victim of circumstance in society. I don't fucking know. Maybe his fucking mom and dad beat him as a child. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. But I'll tell you what. I felt so bad for him. Listen, no, <laughs> fuck that guy. guy. That guy earlier in the movie robs a convenience store. And then, like, by the way, fill her up. And has the fucking arrogance to light up a cigarette next to a gas pump. Well, I didn't say it was smart. Fuck that guy. And he's I... like, what are you reading, book guy? College guy? You want to die, college guy? Teach me something, college guy. Like, fuck that guy, there man. Are, listen, folks. I, I, one day we're going to do this on video. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's some things that are definitely lost in translation uh, when we record. Uh, but if you could have seen David's face, he the said, way he just he, delivered that, there was like there's some deep rooted like you've had this fucking experience with some motherfucker who called you. I up. was that book guy one time. <laughs> and I, just, I was just in college and you were big like, book yeah. guy. <laughs> it's like he robbed him. He's like, yeah, have all the money. Here, have some gas. And he's like, the audacity of you to read. How dare you be How smarter than f- me? Yeah. Think you're fucking get, better than me? You're a college here, kid, aren't you? Guy, you're uh-huh. fucking protractor. Your algebra bro. That's why I fucking love. Oh, yeah. Where's your graphing calculator, bitch? <laughs> they would have them. Then, then was, graphing calculator's still a few years away. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they were the put, they're putting politicians in space, oh, but we couldn't God. fucking graph a calculator at this point. <laughs> Oh, um, that's why I was okay when he got the toxic I just waste. felt bad about the, the please help me and they're just like get the fuck away from me <laughs> his like, fingers don't touch me. his fingers started to melt he looked like a fucking floor mat yes like he was bad. and then and then he gets frappéed by the fucking car oh my god that was the best that's, he fucking explodes I made a note like if you get hit by a car typically you just get hit by a car his body exploded yeah, yeah. 
Like you saw his head go that way. It was like it was like he was like, basically a water balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a fucking water balloon. I guess because he was so <laughs> his molecular structure was so compromised, it just exploded with impact. What kind of toxic waste is in that fucking steel mill, Dave? Nothing good. That. All right, ladies well, and gentlemen, please. that's our show. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut the episode right, yeah, right, right, right there. The I just wrote gnarly after he got like after it. he got hit by the fucking car and just yeah. exploded like a like a. You fucking think he water got balloon. superpowers by the toxic waste, and when his body and pieces of it hit the other side of the car, they like molded back I together hope so. like, like, like the fucking T1000. Yeah. yeah, that that should have been RoboCop part <laughs> Robo-Cop two. RoboCop yeah. two, and it wasn't RoboCop part two at all. No, yeah. the the blood yeah. in this movie was really top notch. There was, was so over much the blood. Top. Yeah. yeah, there were buckets of it. There were. I mean, the squibs and everything. And we're getting to the point now where the henchmen are basically down to zero. Lewis, who again, worst partner ever, serves almost no purpose in this movie. She saves RoboCop. I mean, they. I feel like they wrote that in after the twice. Yeah. So first off, she goes back to the police station to get all sorts of shit for RoboCop. Decides not to bring her body armor with her. She, listen, she doesn't need body armor when she's down to fuck. <laughs> yeah, that, that just gets in the way. Yeah. yeah. But like, but so when she gets shot and everything, I, I just, I like, I literally like dropped my pen. I'm like, now you don't wear the fucking armor? Seriously? You have like four levels of bulletproof vest and you're still getting fucked up. Robocops, they can fix you. It yeah. was very like, yeah, you'll be fine. Put some spit and tape listen, on it, you'll be fine. Listen, he fucking went through what he went through. He got shot in the head, and yeah. he's still Murphy, remembering things. Yeah. She just got shot, like, twice in the arm and once in the leg. She's I fine. I mean, to be fair. Fucking rub some dirt in it and walk it off. She's not She's not Alex Murphy. No one is. No. And then she fell into that, whatever that water is. Oh, that she's got Oh, she's, oh, that, I mean, yeah. that's a, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. That's a whole different conversation <laughs> if we're talking about infection. If she's that, antibiotics, man. If that, if that toxic waste exploded the way it did, like, it had to leak down into that water. Oh, yeah, she didn't. I don't know if she was in the sequel. She probably died from complications. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Serious health problems down the line. Yeah, she, you know. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, Robocop's moaning through everybody. He gets to the end. I do avidly remember, like, the spike into the chest by Clarence. Yeah. But I didn't remember the spike to the neck. The spike in the throat. Which was very anticlimactic, might I add. Yeah, but you knew it had to come back because, like, as soon as he, earlier in the movie, when he goes into the crazy data servers at the police department and, like, that thing comes out, you're like, that's a fucking adamantium claw. It's like Wolverine. That's going to play a role at some point, you know? There are a lot of neat little echoes and callbacks in this movie. One, that was one. The other one that I particularly liked was in the beginning of the movie when Murphy and Lewis are leaving the police station for his worst first day at a new job ever. Mm hmm. Um, they hit the uh, speed bump as Murphy's driving and you see the sparks because he hits it too hard and the car bottoms out. And then when he's RoboCop and he drives later on as RoboCop, his first day as RoboCop, he does the same thing. And Because I thought the sparks were really kind of interesting. Like, well, I wonder why they did that. I'm like, oh, because he, even though he's RoboCop, he's still Murphy because yeah. he's still driving like Murphy. Yeah, but how heavy is that mech suit? I was going to say, man, that should... That should be dragging the whole time. There's no... Listen, the physics in this movie don't matter, okay? <laughs> we already established how we can get in and out of that car without any modifications. I, for some reason, distinctly remember there being like a RoboCop car. Mm-hmm. That was like very special for RoboCop, so we can get in and out, and that was not in the. Maybe by the just a, yeah, just I think a regular it's like old two cop or car. something. 
Um, but yeah, there are neat little callbacks and, and echoes throughout the movie, which kind of brings us here to the finale, where we we're, we're brought back to the to the where it all started. Yeah. So uh, RoboCop shows up. They have a board meeting. Dick Johnson, big Dick Johnson, Dick but Johnson. He yes. fucking left her there. Oh, I mean, they'll fix her up. He called the police. Well, there are no police. He just fucking they're left. Yeah, they're all on strike. They're, they're all on strike. So she, she you know actually might be dead. Dying in you know who's not on strike right now? The medical out. staff. He could have called a fucking ambulance. Call, it, call, it, call the ambulance. And he didn't. They pumped her full of antibiotics. So she's going to lose that, lose that leg. But I wonder if she's in the sequel. I feel like she's not. Because he took time to grab the gun that she shot. It's but true. he left her there. Yeah. No, they'll fix you up. Good luck. Bye. Because um, he put that shit in the back seat. Mm. <laughs> fucking left her the fucking dirty ass toxic wastewater <laughs> with open wounds at the asshole. very least she's getting tetanus minimally minimal um so he shows up <clears throat> and he's like I'm, I'm i'm here to arrest dick johnson dick's like ha 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 and old man's like well what are your fucking what, what's your what do you got on him so he plays the fucking video which he was, pulls the spike out that's now bloody yeah well, which was awesome yeah. from red's throat yeah and fucking poor red um nice continuity there mm-hmm. and he you know, they play the video of him admitting that uh, he had Bob killed, and it's like, oh, all right, cool, you're fired. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And it was Robocop says thank you or something like that. Well, right? yeah, because because he couldn't kill. Right. Yeah, he couldn't kill Big Dick. Ow. Was that your Big Dick? Ladies and gentlemen, said, <laughs> I'm scarred for life. I just said big dick, and there was a big pounding from under the table from Jeff's general direction. It wasn't my general direction. It was, it was not Jeff. It was, I mean, we already established from Jones's comment earlier that I'm just in the car just wailing on mine. <laughs> just disappointed. No, Jeff said that. You're a good friend, Jeff. Fuck you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jeff said that. Yep. But um, yeah, so Directive 4 prevents him from doing anything because he can't take any kind of action towards the board or anything like that. And then the old man just goes, you're fired. And of course, Directive 4 disappears. Yep. So, you know, Robo Murphy's just like, thank you. And then fucking lays him to waste. Again, and, someone gets murdered in the boardroom. And the whole board, the 20 people sitting at the table, super casual about it. Like, listen, it is Johnson. Johnson. Was it Johnson? Uh, the dude, the black guy with the glasses. He was so fucking excited. He was excited. Because yeah, yeah. Bob was his friend. He's like, yeah, yeah. Retribution <laughs> for my dickhead friend. Oh, my God. There's clearly a lot of... I, first off, I would not want to go to a board meeting for this company. Okay. Like, I would, I would your hit, life in your own hands. I would hit maybe and try to schedule something at the same time so I missed it. <laughs> tentative. On, on my tentative, tentative for accepting all for all those meetings so I don't have to show up for it. <laughs> um, but did you guys notice when Dick fucking falls out of the window... His arms. Yeah, what? what is that? What mm. the hell was that all about? I don't know. Like, like he Mr. looked like Fantastic fucking Mr. Fantastic trying to like stretch. I mean, like he was the toxic Avenger or something <laughs> trying to like reproportion his body to like grab onto the building. So much of this movie is just odd. It's just weird. And no one's situations. like, he just got murdered and thrown out a window. They're just like, thanks, RoboCop. You're, like, a, you're a true friend. Like, <laughs> like did the technology evolve that much from RoboCop to Die Hard that, you know, two years later we can get a guy falling off of a fucking top story of a building more believable than this? Yes. That's fair. Yeah. But they had, look, some of the money had to go to the suit and other effects. That that was just one of the things that just got left on the... That was clearly... The last that was, of the things they had to decide That on. was clearly they're about to finish the final cut of the movie and realize they had, nobody finished that shot. And they have no more money. And they couldn't get the actor back to finish it because he was already on another set and he couldn't make it. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so... My final thoughts on RoboCop <clears throat> is that 
I have fond memories of it, minus all the violence. Now that I know how much violence there was, I don't know if I like it quite as much. It's all, it's like it was violence for violence sake, which is fine. Um, I will give you my, my well, not mine, but the, the, the alley rating scale, the arse. Um, Ali gave it a 2.5 out of 5 stars. Her exact words were, a little gruesome, a little too much shooting. And I went, this is called RoboCop, honey. It's called the 80s. <laughs> yeah. But fair enough, 2.5 out of 5 stars from my wife, which is not good because her, her, her standards are not the highest when it comes to these sorts of films. Um, so... Probably straighten it up. I have a gripe with this movie. And it's not... I actually think the movie surprisingly holds up pretty well. All things considered. You know, that stop motion robotic animation was basically what we were going to get for Jurassic Park until, you know, Industrial Light and Magic said, hold on a second, we want you guys to see something we're working on. Right? Um, I thought the visual effects, the, the practical effects, all were pretty, pretty okay. Um, I enjoyed the dedication to the, the RoboCop suit itself. Just looks pretty fucking awesome, right? I was thinking to myself how how difficult it must have been for him to get in that every day when they were shooting. But this is where my fucking problem for the movie happens. How did you guys watch it? On my couch, on with the TV. Well, Same. I mean, like, what what service did you utilize oh, to watch Amazon. it? Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Did you have to pay for it, or did no, you? It was it was, it was, it was for my subscription. Okay. Jeff I watched it on MGM Plus. Okay, MGM Plus, right? Yes. Okay. How did you watch it on MGM Plus, Jeff? Uh, through what? Through what? On cable. On cable. Yes. Okay. So, um, when I went to go watch this movie, because a couple days ago we were still debating on which movie we we're going to cover for the episode. We have one in the in the you know in ready on deck, ready to go. And we ended up with RoboCop. So when I checked originally, I'm like, okay, it's on Amazon. I'm going to watch it on Amazon. When I went, when I went to go watch it, it wasn't on Amazon anymore. I had to pay to rent it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck no. I'm not going to pay the $4.99 in this case. I have almost every single streaming platform known to man. And this isn't on any one of them. Fuck you. All right? Who's ever said that? <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> All right, I don't, yeah. don't defend them. They know what they did, right? So um, I'm like, well, this is bullshit. So it's on MGM+. Plus. So I go on like Amazon and I'm trying to figure out like, like, well, you can watch MGM+, Plus for a free 70 things. Like I have it on cable. No, I'm not going to do that. So I go online and I set up my account with MGM+, Plus so I could go ahead and stream it and everything. And then I'm going to go put it on, like download it on Xbox and MGM Plus cannot be downloaded on Xbox. It's not fucking there. So, with my headphones on... Oh my god, did you really? <laughs> I watched the entire fucking movie on my phone in preparation for this. I because I could that. not get it on anything and I refused to pay the $4.99. I'm like, I'm already paying enough for all of this shit yeah. for me. And that goes my whole thing about when I tell you guys all the time, because we had this conversation before we started recording, why I like to own things. Because of this fucking shit right here. Doesn't so mean you need to own RoboCop. So you could watch sure. RoboCop whenever it's not you want. About, it's, it's the same thing about when we're gonna want it, when we're trying to do the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not the brand new one, the nineteen ninety-three one, right? We all, when we we're talking about wanting to do that movie, which we haven't done yet, it's gonna be coming at some point here. Um 
none of us could download. We couldn't watch it anywhere because one of us had to buy it or we had to like rent it or something. And bullshit. You couldn't even rent it on anything. We had to actually go online and buy Buy an actual DVD. Buy an actual copy of it. Interestingly enough, I'm glad you mentioned your your woes with watching the film because when Ali and I watched it, which was at this point Wednesday. We watched it Wednesday, I'm pretty sure. I remember at the end, before I closed the app on my Xbox, I looked at the top right left corner and it clearly said on Amazon Prime for another three hours and 24 yep. minutes. It expired at midnight <laughs> on like, 31. Hmm, that's one of the... I, I said I picked a good fucking time to watch this yeah. guy. Yep, I tried to watch it on Friday. <laughs> where it was now four ni- Where it's now four ninety nine. Because when I looked, when we talked about it, when we finally decided which we were doing, I looked to see where it was. Like, okay, it's on Amazon. No big fucking deal. I'll yeah, watch it's it It's a with your subscription. Uh, it was not. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. You missed it by... Motherfucker. Fucker. So when I went on, when I went on, because I have MGM Plus on cable, I went on demand. The only one that was there was RoboCop three, and then in the 2014 version, the original RoboCop was not there. And again, if I had to do it on demand, I was gonna have to rent it. Fuck that. That's only five dollars. No, it's not the fucking point, Jones. It's a principle of the thing. I'm already paying five dollars for all this stuff. I mean, not paying another five dollars. I budget. I I I budget my nothing good into all this shit. Like I already know all the. You're gonna have to pay. I'm gonna have to shell out. Thankfully, though, when it's on Amazon, it's usually between like three and five dollars. It's like, well, it's not breaking anything. I don't like that I have to because especially it's a bad fucking film. But but if I'm already paying like. Like whatever whatever MGM Plus is in my cable subscription, right? Which is again why I was able to kind of get it because so that's that's fair, right? But like for Amazon, I'm already paying Amazon what fourteen ninety nine a month or whatever the fuck Can't it is for Prime. It? If it's part of your cable subscription, why don't you just watch it on your cable box? It wasn't available. It, it when you went on demand, RoboCop was only available to that's purchase. Weird. It was not the only thing on on demand. It wasn't there for me. I don't know who do you have for cable. Xfinity. Yeah, see, I got Verizon, so maybe there's a difference there. Maybe. But the only thing that was on was the 2014 RoboCop, which, just to fucking prove a point, I almost watched that version of the movie for this recording to just fuck with the entire episode. It would have been interesting. That was, that was Sam Jackson's in that. Gary Oldman's in that. Michael Keaton's in that. I know. I, so I did, I've never there's watched a fucking I've never trailer watched for it. it. Yeah. So I watched the trailer for it on Amazon to see what it was all about. I was like, oh, maybe it's something I might be interested in. I'm like, Michael Keaton? Sam Jackson? Gary Oldman, what the fuck? This movie should like, have been oh, way Robocop's better than it, it was. Never mind. They, the studio clearly cashed in options on these actors when they made that one. Oh yes. Yeah. Except maybe Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson likes to say yes a lot. I saw uh, Stakes on the Plane. He'll 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 do pretty much anything. Yeah, exactly. It's unfortunate. What was the sequel we had for Stakes on a Plane? Do you remember that? There was a sequel. We came up with one. Oh, like <laughs> a sequel? Wasn't it like Possums on a Boat or something? I, uh, it had nothing to do with me if there was. <laughs> uh, maybe that was a Ryan Whitfield conversation. Like Whitfield That's got to be a Whitfield. We had like three sequels to Snakes Possibly. on a Plane. We had like the trilogy. First of all, we should cover Snakes on a Plane. I don't know. I'm not sure if how it will translate uh, on a show. If, if it would be interesting because it's not a great film. Raccoons in a phone booth. Uh, we had different shit like coming but, up. I got to talk to Ryan and see if we figure out what those were. <laughs> Anyhow, so final thoughts on RoboCop. Yeah, I don't think I'd watch it again. Mm-mm. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm solid. And I mean, yeah, it has like this legacy of being like a top sci-fi film when it came out because it was the first time it was like it's it's a humanized robot instead of a robotized human. 
however you want to say that. That was a hell of a sentence. Uh, <laughs> and and it spawned a lot of things. Uh, obviously, it was a critical success. Uh, it spawned a couple sequels, a remake, like we just mentioned, cartoons, video games, toys, mm-hmm. you name it. So it was like it's like this cash cow of a of a IP, but at the same time, it's like watching it back. I'm like, how the fuck was this? marketed and promoted to kids because like it's this idea of you know it's a robocop like it look up to robocop he's a hero but it's like he's kind of a piece of shit too he just straight up murders a lot of people people. there's no redeeming qualities even even alex murphy's son is a little piece of shit yeah uh so it it, it's (laughs) it's interesting uh like i said i i don't think i'd go out of my way to watch robocop again no i don't think Uh, i'm ever gonna watch that ever again the rest of my life and I probably uh, will not watch the remake either. I kind of want to put the remake on the list here just to force us to watch it at this point. It's not old enough. Fuck it. Nope. Calling it right now. Look, we did Hellblade, and that was 2019. First of all, it's a video game. That's a different story, and it's a fucking masterpiece. Is RoboCop 2014 known as a masterpiece? No, Dave. Is Sam Jackson and Gary Oldman a masterpiece? Are they masterpieces, is what you're asking me? Of human beings? Yes. I don't know what they do behind closed doors. Do you? I don't know. So I, have, I, have no, I have no answer to that. Well, because exactly. My, my, because my actual answer to that question might incriminate me later. <laughs> and I don't need this out in the world. Yeah. I don't need people to yes. know what I do with Sam Jackson oh, in my own time. Jesus Christ. Just put a pin in that. Uh, yeah, I just put a pin way in that. I just put a blue bandana on over my eyes and I just sit in the corner with a cigarette, taking a drag. Anyhow, so uh, that was Jeff. Lasting, you are, no, okay. We have our lasting fucking opinions. Wherever <laughs> yeah, the fuck, good. where this we're is good. going, we're lasting gonna opinions. Back. These guys shoot like fucking stormtroopers at RoboCop. Mm, yeah, I wrote. Uh, no, RoboCop is like he's bulletproof. No, I understand that, but I'm saying like in the cocaine factory when they're at the steel mill, nobody can fucking hit him. They have the biggest fucking rifles in the world, and nobody can aim. That's because there's clouds of cocaine everywhere. <laughs> They're all fucked up. Not at the steel yeah. mill. Cocaine was gone at that point. I specifically wrote one of the last notes I wrote was Ah, yes, '80s villains. Awful aim when it when it counts. Yep. Uh, so yes, there was a lot of stormtrooper aim in this. A lot of stormtrooper aim. Yeah. Uh, and no one just decided to shoot him in the fucking face. Always bothers me. Shoot Batman in the fucking face. Shoot him right right in the fucking chin. Yeah. End the movie. I got I got <laughs> end credits. End credits. I, I have two final thoughts to this. Final thought number one. Uh, Murphy clearly at some point had a five o'clock shadow. Like like the the lip. Like you could see like there's a close up. You could see some stubble. That threw me off. If he's dead, that, shouldn't, that shit should not be growing. Okay, fair. Number two. Um, you guys remember the car that they were, that they were like really advertising in the movie? 6,000 sucks. The, the 6,000 yes. sucks? Yes. My final thought on this was, I love you 3,000 but this movie sucks 6,000. All right. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you for another wonderful episode, gentlemen. I had a really good time talking about this gem of a film. Uh, and maybe, who knows, down the line when we're running out of episodes and t- topics, but we'll cover RoboCop 2 and 3. I Probably highly doubt not. it. Probably not. But you never know. Uh, for a movie as old as it is, like you said, Mac, it does hold up pretty well. It still holds okay. up. Yeah, it's not terrible. Uh, it is what it is. It was a good time, a violent time, a coked out time. It was the best of times. It is nothing good time. Gentlemen, what are we doing next week? Next week, we're talking wrestling. Just rewind to the introduction yeah. of this, yeah. fucking, yeah. this episode. Uh, be- because it's uh, the month of September, Yes, uh, we're doing a bit of a callback. Uh, September of 1995 Whew. was 
the very first episode of WCW Monday Nitro. A big deal. So we're going to cover that show, which essentially kicked off the Monday Night Wars. Yes. That would follow for a few years. It all started at a mall in America. It all started at a mall in Minnesota. Yeah. That's right. Courtyard in a mall. That's right. It's wild stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully you guys uh, join us next week when we dive into that. Uh, We appreciate you all joining us. And take care. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you next week. Or don't care. Take care of yourself. I don't give a fuck what you do. I mean, just put some vegetables into your diet. I mean, it's not going to hurt. Yeah. It's like taking care of yourself without trying. It's It's easy enough. Yeah. 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 Take care. Yeah. Nothing good. Was that your robot? That's my RoboCop voice. voice, Yeah, that was was interesting. Yeah. (laughs)